So wait, when does the podcast start? I, it started a while ago. They're recording. Oh, I was waiting. Like the music kicks in and... Well, that's, that's when they edit it. All right, go. Okay. <laughs> Ship it. Welcome, thank you for coming. Um, we had, when we realized we had to get serious about marketing, which is something you need to do as a, as a company, unfortunately, you have to get really into marketing. We, you know, we're over here building software and like, oh no, now we have to start talking about ourselves and building our brand. And that sounded exhausting. And so we thought for a long time uh, towards the end of last year, like what is our marketing going to be? How are we gonna promote this company? And what we decided to do is just focus entirely and 100% on career building. Career building for the people who work here, career building for people who come to our events, for our friends, through the uh, content that we produce, through our podcast, and, help, and especially for our clients who come to us saying, can you build software, but are also trying to get to their next thing. So that's been a good focus for us because it's kept us from getting too much like the top 10 reasons Postlight is an excellent studio. It's an excellent studio. Anyway, this is my co-founder, Ricciotti. Hello. So I wanna tell you a little bit about ourselves and then show you our latest marketing vehicle which is specifically designed as a product career builder. We are a product and platform studio, meaning that big things on the internet that you interact with, we build them. We build platforms for publishing for uh, places like Vice. We built a tool for the Players' Tribune, which is an athlete-focused um, magazine and online publication so that they could have deeper and more meaningful connections to the athletes who publish. Um, we built the flagship app for the Audubon Society recently, and this is on Android and iOS, and it's sort of like Pokemon Go for birds. You can uh, identify birds by, like, just you can literally uh, sort of be like, it's a red one, it's in Brooklyn, and it'll, it'll help you out. It'll get you. <laughs> it's got, that's Bird ID is the name of that feature. Um, uh, we're also, we recently, so this is work, if you haven't been here in a couple months that we've done recently, we're also the, uh, we built the web, website for the Great American Read which is a, a staged website for this PBS series that helps Americans find the, the one book that they, they truly love the most. It's a pretty horrifying list up front. A um, lot, of, lot of Ayn Rand, um, <laughs> a lot of Hunger Games, but you know, it'll probably end up on To Kill a Mockingbird because you know, that's how America works. So we, we've been helping them work with and, and build that. We do lots of platform work also for like finance, NGOs, Obama Foundation, and a lot of media companies too. So we build those things. And also, very important note before we proceed to the fun part, we are hiring. Uh, we are especially looking for engineers, product managers, designers. This is what it's like to work here. Uh, you're here, breathe it in. There's a red chandelier. You see that every day when you walk in. And, uh, and you also get to do a lot of really good work. We're a very discipline focused place. So you come here to work on your craft. There's not actually, my, my joke is always we ask for like, 5% of your personality to talk about Postlight, wear a t-shirt. The rest of it is about being a good product manager, a good engineer, and a good designer. Because a lot of people wonder, what's it, what is it like to work at an agency? It's about really focusing on your craft. Okay, we sat in a room and we're like, what, what could we do that would help people think and, and have some fun with the topic of 
product management, which is kind of the uber topic of our existence. How do you get these things shipped? We might know how to engineer, we might know how to design, but putting it all together and getting it out into the world is hard as hell. We have a, ded we have a dedicated product management team here. They're the people who work with our clients, and they're the people who deal with the most ambiguity. So we wanted to capture that ambiguity. We were you know, going to do infographics and posters and so on, and we sort of put that aside and decided to do something a little more ridiculous, which was make a card game. It actually turns out that making a card game is incredibly difficult. Um, <laughs> and that they're not naturally fun to play, and that it takes a lot of work and playtesting sessions, and you burn hours and hours, thanks to um, Stephen and Zarissa. Zarissa, you saw earlier, Stephen is our illustrator for sort of putting this together. So we made this card game. It's like 92 cards, including informational cards. And the way that you play it, and Rich and I are gonna play a slightly mocked up game for you guys to, to, to get a sense of what this is all about is that every project has three phases, and you put your phase cards down, and then you get more cards, and you just pull them out of a random deck. And the cards can be three things. They can be drivers, things that move a product forward. They can be blockers, things that screw you up. And they can be action cards that kind of give the game a little motion and, and move, uh, you know, sometimes they take a blocker away, add a, add a driver, things like that. So we'll, we'll show you in a second. Okay, so the way this works, well, we'll put the phase cards down. Let's do that first. Put the phase cards down. I don't want to tell you how much time I spent in Keynote. <laughs> okay, so we each have phases. Now, normally you would get three phases, but in the interest of mercy to this audience, we're only going to do one. Yeah. Rich, shall I go ahead and draw a card from the randomly shuffled deck and give one to you? Please. Okay. Rich, what does your card say? Well, first, what is it? This is a blocker. Ah, something that's going to keep a project from shipping. It's going to keep a project from shipping. New vendor added, number of daily stand-up goes to five. <laughs> okay, so there's an, a methodology called Agile. Some of you may have heard of it, which is about the fact that when you used to say, hey, let's ship software, I'll see you in six months, you'd come back six months later, and it would just be like, five people crying. Yeah. And, and so a bunch of people got together and literally wrote a manifesto called the Agile Manifesto, which was very short sprints of time. And we're going to Don't have, go away for too long. No, ongoing conversations. Yeah. Software doesn't get shipped all at once. It gets shipped in little pieces. Yeah. That immediately produced like splinter groups. Agile, when you start working with lots of people, they, and especially we're a client services firm, they take you aside and they're like, let me tell you how software gets built. Yeah. And they're like, you do a stand-up, everybody has to wear exactly one shirt, and you're allowed to chirp like a bird for one minute, and that's how you get the requirements into yeah. place. We should talk about the social dynamics of this bullshit, seriously. Yeah. You all get in a room, first of all, and I think the stand-up, do people stand up at stand-ups? Sometimes. Okay, so you stand up. That's a power move, too. That's like the sort of the dick product manager who's an yeah. engineering lead who's like... Like, the product manager says stand up. Is that a thing? Sometimes. Who here has done a stand up where you have to stand up? Wow! <laughs> Shit. For the people at home listening on the podcast, it's like 60%. Yeah, yeah. that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. Okay, so a lot of times you have friends in that room, and so a lot of times you don't have friends in that room. Yeah. And Especially when you're the vendor on the first week. Vendor stand-up is a whole, we could, we could go ahead and podcast. Don't go there yet. Okay, we got, we got 30 cards. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> all right, 
should we? We could dive into this. Maybe go to let's, the next let's keep, one. Let's We can let's always come back to stand-ups. All right. So we gave you a card. It's a blocker. So you you are already screwed. You don't have anything moving your product forward. I don't have anything moving. You only have a bad stand-up regime, and no yes. coding's getting done. Oh, I got a driver. Lucky me. New employees come in on their first day to find a laptop ready to go with the software they requested already installed. That's a wonderful thing. Mm, that's a myth. Yeah. How many have had that experience where it was already the day you came in? Oh my God. <laughs> I think we got one. One hand. One hand. One hand. This feels to me like the simplest way to save like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, there's, there's, there are studies about how millions get wasted every year of people standing in front of the printer waiting for the printout. Right. That's like real money gone. So that's where we are. But no, not, not me, not my project. My project has people ready to go when they walk in the door. Yeah, okay, good for you. I just gave Rich another card as the dealer. Uh, what's it say? Stand-ups are canceled because the regular pace of release is so high that there's just no need. Ooh. We should talk about how we work a little bit, which is we don't do stand-ups. Postlight doesn't bother with stand-ups. This upsets people. This upsets people. Yeah, we tell people this, people. and they're like, you can't be working. Let's give a resume tip here while yeah. we're here. 60 to 70% of resumes have the word agile in the objectives paragraph. Yeah. That's real. Yeah, and it, it actually doesn't move you further along. Agile focused, we've seen it time and time it, again. The, the, the thing we say is that looks like someone who can ship a process. Right. Right, and we need someone who can ship a product. Right. So, yeah, just kind of a low murmur when we said that. So everybody get on LinkedIn right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fix that shit um, up. So we, we just kind of talk all the time, and what that eliminates is uh, I got to get ready for the stand-up, or I better have something good to say at the stand-up. Or I need to get this piece of work done that look, will make me look good for Thursday morning. That's right. Like, you got to get your stuff done, but if you're kind of constantly engaged in conversation, what happens a lot, what I see in, like, our slacks is just, man, just, this one's tough. I don't know. Does anyone have any advice on X? And because it's not scary to ask that, it just sort of, the overall pace just keeps going. There's... Nothing more effective than two or three people in Slack or in a chat room beating the shit out of a problem. That's true. Uh, and meetings suck, and if you have to break that up to go do the thing uh, where you're all standing up, uh, it slows you down. Well, it's just performance, right? It's just a, it's a, it's theater, yeah. which is the bad part of Agile. There's a kind of, Agile was intended to break that. Yeah and make it nice and make it easy to get work done, but it ended up being theater. There's another one now, isn't there? There's always something. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna deal, oh, I got a blocker. <laughs> you can't get a working development environment, which is too bad, that means you can't get any work done, but leadership insists you rebuild the platform using a blockchain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even wanna start with this one. This is. We could go to the, uh, this is rough. I, there's nothing wrong with the blockchain. Well, it doesn't work. Like that's that's a problem. But like the, it's like really slow and doesn't work. But the, this is about leadership stepping in. Yeah. And giving you a piece of advice because they just read a thing in Fortune. That's yeah. What it is. That is what happens. Forbes Contributor Network. There is an art. There is an art to responding to a leader and somehow getting them to go away. It is a special skill. 
Your technique is to promise and then just disappear. I just assume they have short-term, long-term and short-term memory problems, and I just say, we're gonna come back to this as soon as we can come back to this. I like to run to the whiteboard and be, and be like, let's get this, let's freaking figure this out, let's yeah. do it, and I'm scrawling and scrawling and scrawling and scrawling, and like, well, they start to get bored after about 35 seconds because yeah. they're executives. We are now, too. We get bored after 35 seconds. Well, you, 60 for me. Yeah, 30 thank you. Thank you. you. So, like, after, like, after like a minute, I'm, I'll then want to turn around and just go, like, oh, God, wait a minute. This is such a good idea, but I just don't think we're going to be able to get it. Yeah, you're more empathetic than no, I just I want them to feel that I tried so hard. Yeah. And I did. Like, in the moment, I did try really so hard. I will do anything I can to get this, but it's probably not possible given the bounds of physics. Right. Like, that's sort of where I get to. Strong, yeah. And then people are like, boy, but he really wanted it for me. Right? And in the moment, no, but in the moment, I do. Like, that empathy is real. It's part of my pathology. And so I, like, get in there, and I'm just like, God, I just want to make you feel better so bad. But then if you do this, you'll hurt yourself. Right. Like I am with my children. All right. So, but you know what, maybe the platform should be rebuilt using a blockchain. I think one of our clients wants us to rebuild a platform using the blockchain, so I'm now feeling really bad about this card. Oh, look at that come in. Another driver. Yeah. A team of mature adult leaders gathers and agrees to cut product scope significantly in order to make the core experience shine. Oof, this never happens. <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't. So now we've got, now you've got a blocker and two drivers. You need to get to three drivers and no blockers to ship your product. This is what I call the buffet problem. You're at that nice hotel and you don't know why you lopped a pound and a half of scrambled eggs into your plate just because you could. Oh, like Vegas. You can't get shrimp like this. I'm going to get two pounds of shrimp. Exactly, exactly. And so you just keep asking and you keep going. And so this is the opposite of reality right here. But I'll take it. It's a driver. It is really good. I think it's I'm winning. Mature, you are. You're beating me pretty, pretty soundly right now. A team of mature adult leaders. That's a problem right there. And then, yeah, nobody wants to cut. What do you do to get people to cut scope? Fear. Fear is probably the most valuable tactic to give someone guidance that all the stuff they're asking for is going to lead to nothing or very little or less. And that actually is a drive. That's a this key is driver. when you gently remind them how exposed they are to their boss. Yeah. Just like, oh, you know, but you know, you guys are, you were on the hook for that Q4 release. Yep. Right, it's up to you, whatever you want to do. All right, I'm going to deal myself a card. I got a driver. I've got two drivers and a blocker. You and I are kind of in the same boat now. The CEO reads an article about a competitor and approves a bigger budget and longer time frame, saying, let's do this right, we get one chance. These are devastating. Doesn't work like yeah. that, does it? Does it? No. I want to be that CEO, though. The longer time frame and the bigger budget is usually, usually starts with a product leader, manager, walking into that person with the money and saying, it's going to take a little bit more, yeah. and we need some more time. We learned something really important last yeah. week. The, the good news is it's like they, they, if you're further along, they're not going to wind it down. It's, I will say a competitor helps. A competitor doing something big yes. can actually make yes. everything. Paranoia is very, very powerful. Yeah. But also, if you're further along, they're, gonna, they're less likely to say, the hell with this, shut it down, right? If you're two-thirds of the way across the ocean, you don't turn around and go back. Ooh, another blocker for Rich. Two blockers, two drivers. New CEO arrives and asks for a full report on progress to date. Everyone stops work, 
to make the presentation. This is, most of the stuff you're working on is uh, someone's motivation and will and just desire to make something happen. Well, the smartest thing to do is never ship any freaking software, right? Like, yeah. like just like, just figure out how to do your job so that you never have to ship anything and go year to year. Well, you're being funny. No, no, I'm serious, for as long as you can. Like, don't ship software, it's very risky and difficult. Dude, we're, we just, we're a product <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but we honest. ship software, just to I know, clarify. We no, we do. They, we come, do. they come to us because they Don't ship anything, call us. No, but if you can get an executive level job and then you go like, we need to really transform this digitally, yeah. you now have two problems. Like, you really, like, you're in trouble. Yeah. Don't, well, don't write code if you can help it and still keep your incredibly high paying job. As you go further up, you do less. And I, that, I agree with this as a prime. Like, the new CEO also has to assert himself or herself. Usually if there's a new CEO, something's happened, right? Either you got acquired or more drastically, you got hired because something went yeah, down. Somebody missed their numbers or... So few things happen because everything's going great. Retirement isn't usually yeah, the reason yeah. the new CEO comes in. And when they come in, they start looking around and they just take a hatchet and they say, mm, I don't get it. I don't get this. Why? And then they just kill it. We had an eight figure project. Not, we didn't get paid eight figures, but it had an eight figure budget. I think it was just, they read a memo and that was the end of that as soon as they came in as CEO. Oh, yeah. Uh, we had already left and we're like, wow, this is killer. This is going to change Can't the world. Can't wait for this thing to launch. Yeah. And it was, we found out. 60 days later? Yeah, there was just, an article in the press. About, there was an article in the press and they destroyed it. All right, well, let's move on. I'll give myself another, I got an action card. Now explain this. Well, an action card is something you do. This one says, remove a blocker from any of your phases. Okay, now I'm, I'm two drivers, I need one more driver and I can ship it. But let's deal a card to, ah, another action card. Turn this card upside down and play as a blocker on another player. All right, you gave me a blocker, you son of a bitch. Okay, which means now it's my, I get another card, let's see. We could license this platform, someone says, and suddenly you're two companies. It's another blocker. This happens, everyone gets excited about, this is, this is a good one because now things are working. You're starting to ship your software. Yes. You've got a custom CMS. You've got a transactional user thingamajig for yeah. your industry. Yeah. And somebody swings in and goes, what if we sold just this? Yeah. We could stand up a new company. Yeah. This would be so amazing. Yeah. And you're going to ship like three months later, but now you have two companies. Sometimes it's like that. Sometimes it's because you shipped an alpha that gets people so excited that they feel like, okay, we can, we can sell this outside. Usually this stuff, uh, usually an effort has tons of little tweaks and changes and tucks and all sorts, such that it's custom tailored. Yeah. And then when it's out, when it's done, you're like, okay, this will change the world. But actually, no, it's changing your world and uh, nobody wants this. And you're gonna have to... Well, now you're gonna have like seven people working on this, fighting with the other people. Exactly. The, the thing I love about this card is it points out that even in success, you're gonna find failure. Like it is just, you're like, oh man, we're doing a great job. People are loving it. 
you know, it goes up the chain of being like, wow, this is going to change our business. And then all someone has to do is say, this could really represent an opportunity for us. Yeah. And now you're 18 months into a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a dream, right? Paul, is there a product that started as an internal project that blew up and became a great commercial product? I'm sure there are. There's a lot of bad ones that are like half broken. Yeah. There's a lot of like, this is the ultimate, I don't know, shoe sizing or just whatever. Does anyone know of any that were like internal? Slack was internal. That's kind of. In the chat while they were making what? The game. Yeah, they were making glitch. It's, it's the, the same Flickr story. I know, it's the, it's the game never ending, the Flickr. Yeah. But that's like one of the better product people alive. That's not really like. Yeah, but I wish they'd failed and we'd yeah. have to. <laughs> we could punctuate what we're saying yeah, right now. Yeah, it's too bad. Because my God, that's a hell of a success, Yeah, it's right? true, you're right. That um, does disprove our thesis. Yeah. It would have been better if that Actually, company it failed. To be clear, 99.9%. Don't, don't be encouraged by this. It'll fail. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, okay, you got another driver, Rich. You lucky devil. I'm three in. Wait, didn't I win? No, you got to get rid of your blockers. Oh, three drivers, right. no blockers. Got it. Scope is cut nearly in half as leaders decide it's better to launch less, faster. There's like 90 of these. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, um, that never happens either. I mean, it could. No, that, that's got to come out of the product person. And that also, that happens when the deadline is getting there and people go, wait a minute, are we going to ship or not? Yeah, exactly. There's a sort of implied time pressure is the great, like, driver for time and budget, drive everything. Yeah. All right, so there's that one. Let's, let's deal me a card. People work from home when it'll help them be more productive. I got a driver. But make sure to stay present and connected through Slack, a product that we just learned. Started as an internal a project. Internal All right. Remote friendly. Remote friendly. People work where they are. They have a good, you know, they, they feel connected to the company and they, they're wherever they're most productive. Small fact, what, a third of Postlight is remote? Yeah. And it works. It works great. Including some leadership. Including some leadership. And it's worked out very nicely. We don't manage time in Postlight. We also don't bill time, uh, it's worth noting. We don't do timesheets at Postlight, which is something we're quite proud of. So we try to take it, it is tricky at first. You'll be like, where's that person? But then they're productive and you're like, well, I'm gonna shut my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> right. All right, let's go. Oh, you got an action card, what's it say? Remove a blocker from any of your phases. Well, that's, there you go. Oh, Rich has got three drivers, one blocker. I've got I'm doing a lot better than you right here. Two blockers, three drivers, it's neck and neck. Steal a driver from another player. I just got an action card. Sorry, Rich. Slowed me down. You are loving the keynote. Oh, it was the, this yeah. is the, this is like the yeah. best 16 hours I've had <laughs> in months. All right. Oh, another driver. You're back in the race. Stock photography and licensed fonts are readily available to everyone who works in design. I mean... First of all, I think, we, I think we could do better on this. I think this is like a problem we might occasionally run into. In terms of people doing custom... Not, not everything about Postlight is perfect. No, no. What's tricky here is uh, design has its own engine, right? Yeah. People are inspired to do stuff that veers away sometimes from what can be a very overly pragmatic mission. Also, fonts are expensive as hell. 
Fonts, I don't know, if you go to my fonts... No, that's not where they're going. Are those bad? That's not. Those are shitty. Are those shitty? No, no designer is allowed to present a my font. Like, it always has to be like, this is from a foundry, it's $17,000 for one application, and and web use is $28,000. But it's worth it because of the kerning, and you're just like, ah. It's when you get that in the presentation, you're like, ah, oh, it is very nice. It's very, like Gotham, it's cool. <laughs> oh my God, look what happened. Who could have ever predicted this would happen in this keynote? I got an action card that says, remove two blockers from any one of your phases. One, two. Wow. <laughs> Looks like I can say, ship it. Thank you all for your patience. <laughs> That's it. Let's play. Get boxes, get t-shirts, have a good time. 